What is up, guys? My name is Cameron, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Devil Roundup. Uh, last night, Manchester United went away to Wolves in the Premier League and emerged with a 1-0 victory um, in what was a pretty substandard lackluster performance. Um, look, stayed up till 3.30 to watch the game, and... It was pretty underwhelming. It was a really, really disappointing performance. Um, I was hoping for a lot more. I mean, Wolves are always a bogey team. They're a pain in the ass to burst, and they can give a lot of trouble to, well, actually, just about anyone in the league. Um, but yeah, look, yesterday's performance wasn't good enough. Uh, it was really, really disappointing. But yeah, look, at the end of the day, 1-0 win, and in a game like that, you definitely take it. And we're still sitting, look, third on the table, three games in, touching distance of everyone. Like We're not like Arsenal or anything where it's, holy shit, we are uh, at a critical stage. Look, we're in a good position to start off, given how poor last week's performance and this week's performance were. Um, you take it, but things need to improve dramatically going forward. Um, and I think they will um, definitely get better, but it's just going to take time. It's going to take effort. And I think uh, Oli's going to have to fill around the lineup a bit more. I think there's still going to have to be changes in terms of tactics, who plays where, who plays when, um, which lineups work together, which players play best off one another. Um, so there's a lot of work to go into this team and to kind of refine it and find the best possible solution to get, I guess, the best out of these players. Because um, at the end of the day, we've got a great squad, we've got a lot of depth, and um, it shouldn't be... We shouldn't be performing like that against sides like Wolves or any other mid-table side uh, throughout the season. Because at the end of the day, you play like that every week, and you are going to drop a lot of points. So it needs to be more convincing. There needs to be more performances like Leeds. Um, and look, I think there are a couple of players who are out. Um, but even then, um, I think it's still inexcusable. So my thoughts on the lineup, I was content with the lineup. Um, I asked for Varane and Sancho and I got it. So like, obviously I'm not going to complain. Um, yeah, look back for and keeper, I think was perfect. Um, I wouldn't have done it differently. I think Fred playing again, I bloody, I didn't want to see Fred playing. Uh, he was so poor against Southampton and so was Matic and obviously Matic got dropped. But I think Fred, he underperforms so regularly and there's just no penalty. Like, he plays sub, puts in a sub-half performance while Donny van der Beek's sitting on the bench, and he still plays the next week, and he gets 90 minutes, and he does the same thing over and over again. So I don't know what Oli sees in him. And, I mean, at the end of the day, I do. I assume it's, look, he works hard, he's quick, and he's tenacious, but at the end of the day, he's just... He has been a much more of a liability than an asset. Kante has those same sorts of uh, characteristics as a player. He's small, he's quick, he's tenacious, he works hard in the middle. But at the end of the day, he can defend. His distribution is good. He does what he needs to for the team and he doesn't leak chances. Whereas Fred, within I think it was within five to six minutes of last night's game, he nearly gave away two goals. Uh, well, he nearly gave away two goals, but he actually made two errors in the same build-up simultaneously. Both of them, he gave the ball away and then also got skinned. Um, when we're keeping the ball on the edge of the box looking good, he just passed it straight to Adama Traore, then got burned. Um, the same thing happened. He literally was last man back. Went to clear it, mishit it, felt a bloody Trincao, um, and then got burned by Trincao and wound up on his backside. And luckily for him, Wambasaka produced a ridiculous goal line clearance. But honestly, at the end of the day, it's like when you're trying to, you know, settle into a game away from home, difficult fixture, leaking chances like that so early just affects the game so significantly. And that's not to say that we had our tactics right and we would have dominated if it wasn't for that. Um, but it certainly plays a factor. Um, and we were on the back foot for the most part of yesterday's game, which is pretty, pretty underwhelming. Um, but look, take him out, put in Donny van der Beek, and I was pretty content with the lineup. I probably would have also, I wouldn't have started Dan James. Um, he's runs in behind a good and he works hard and he defends well for a forward, but I just think in terms of trying to create chances, trying to get forward, he's like his distribution as well is just subpar. Like, you know, he'll burn an opponent like the fullback, but his ball in, you know, 
it's never a driven ball, you know, around chest height to a dangerous area where the keeper might have to make a decision or, you know, the defender could put in for an own goal or it lands on Mason Greenwood's head. It's always a, sub, just a weak, mishit, poorly placed pass that kind of just dribbles along the ground and it just gets sent back into a, our half. So I'm not sure about playing him. Um, I was happy with him signing Sancho and Greenwood. I probably would have played... I probably would have played Pogba on the left and played... Oh, I, and that's the thing as well. I guess you put Pogba back in the middle and... Look, I know he's a natural central midfielder, but like you could actually see it. He was bossing Fred around because Fred couldn't do his own job. And then they Paul Pogba shouldn't be sitting deep as a CDM. Like the only positive, the only impact he can make in a game from there is literally getting it deep and hitting like a 40-yard diag, which at the end of the day, yeah, those balls were his bread and butter, but he is so much more dangerous when he's able to get forward, play with a bit more freedom, get in and around the box, you know, and like he did with that chance, that goal for Greenwood last week, you know, um, gets inside the area, a couple stepovers, finds Bruno, lays it off to Greenwood, and then we create a goal. Um, whereas when he's, Sitting deep, you know, just in front of our back four, it's just a long ball, and then he's kind of out of the game from there. Um, so, yeah, look, very, very underwhelming performance, and I still think the lineup needs a bit of tweaking. Um, Ronaldo will be in next week or in two weeks' time for Newcastle, so i definitely have him starting. Um, and again, yeah, Fred is probably the main negative that myself and I guess other United fans have seen with yesterday's game. Um, my man of the match would be David De Gea. I thought he was brilliant. Um, he's been good. I've been lauding him the last couple of weeks because I think his performances have been really solid. Um, what you expect from a goalkeeper of a top-tier side. Um, and he got a clean sheet yesterday, which he deserves. Um, he definitely deserves a clean sheet. It'll do him a world of good for his confidence. Um, and look, he made a couple saves here and there, and then he made that double save on Roman Sice off the corner. Um, and that was breathtakingly good. Like, that was like watching, you know, 2017-2018 prime De Gea uh, back again. So... Really happy for him, and he was definitely my man of the match. And my other honorable mentions go to Mason Greenwood and Raphael Varane. Um, I think Raphael Varane, for his first Premier League start, or actually his first minutes for Manchester United, he settled in really well. Um, I mean, it's kind of what you expect when you sign a player like him. You know, won four Champions Leagues, world beater, confident leader. Like, they're not the kind of player where it's like, you know, give him minutes here and there and ease him in. You can throw him in the deep and expect him to perform, but he did. Um, and adjusting to a side like Wolves in a game like that, Considering how well he held his own, how defensively solid he was, and how, I guess, comfortably he looked in our side, if you can come make your debut against a team like that, then going forward, um, like, for example, Newcastle in a couple of weeks, he shouldn't have any issues. Um, I watched the Newcastle-Southampton game, and they weren't great to watch. I mean, St. Maximin's always going to cause you a bit of trouble. Uh, Callum Wilson, if you give him half a chance, then he'll probably score it. But otherwise, I think it's... The way they performed against Southampton uh, is we should be dominating a side like that. And I think with Ronaldo in and... Hopefully, McSaw's back from injury. I think we should be able to really dominate against uh, Newcastle in two weeks, hopefully. Um, but otherwise, yeah, Varane and Greenwood were also my two standout performers. Uh, Greenwood nearly scored a screamer on his left, just wide, and he scored a nice finish on his right foot. Did brilliantly, just his bread and butter. One, when he runs an opponent one-on-one, drops a step over, drops his shoulder, and then just, you know even gives himself half a yard of space to shoot, um, you're always holding your breath because he just strikes it so phenomenally. So hard, so low. Um, and he just gets it to move like the way to get it to move away from the keeper um, really effectively as well and to hit that bottom corner. So yeah, great performances from both of them. And it was, yeah, Varane actually assisted the goal as well. So yeah, really, really good to see them both performing well too. So I think what was abundantly clear from yesterday's game is that Manchester United still need to be in the market for a CDM. We got Ronaldo and people thought, look, we have, we have got a brilliant side. And even if we don't sign a CDM, there's no excuse not to compete for titles like the Premier League and the Champions League. But um, I think it's very clear we need to sign a CDM. Um, look, McTominay comes back. I think we'd look a lot more settled. But even then, I think just someone that can naturally sit in front of a back four, sweep, um, and you know break up those counterattacks uh, would be ideal. 
if we had Matic, you know, maybe five, ten years ago, uh, he'd be the perfect player for us right now, but he just doesn't have the legs that he used to. So, look, McTom- we need McTominay back desperately. Um, I think Donny should be playing otherwise, but I still think we need to be in the market for a CDM. Um, and yesterday's game showed that because we still had a very solid lineup and it still cost us almost the game. So, yeah, CDM is a ma- has to be number one priority for now. 48 hours left in the transfer window. I don't see us getting anyone now, uh, especially after the Ronaldo uh, transfer. But I think Oli will be aware. So we'll see. I don't think we'll get anyone, but I would love it if we just snap someone up on deadline day. Jaden Sancho made his first Premier League start for Manchester United. Um, and look, it wasn't a great performance um, by anyone's standard, let alone by his. Um, and I think, look, I think he's going to take a bit of time to settle. He's still young. He's come from the Bundesliga. The Premier League is very physical, very intense. And a side like Wolves with that performance yesterday, um, it's always going to be a difficult game for the forwards. Um, even Greenwood kind of in and out of the game and Dan James was subpar but I think it was good that he got the start I think it was good that he got minutes and I think look next in a couple weeks I hope he starts again against Newcastle um, next to CR7 up top or at least with Greenwood as well or Pogba um, I think he needs to start that game and I think it'll be good for him because I think we'll put in a much stronger performance and it should be a more comfortable game than what yesterday was so look Jaden Sancho's first start it wasn't you know well, wasn't what I'd hoped for, but give him time. He's a phenomenal player. There's definitely more to come. Um, and just hopefully he can get the confidence up. There's a lot of kind of, you know, he plays, he's choosing the simple, the easy, and the safe option um, quite a lot. Whereas in Bundesliga, he was like watching English Neymar out in the wing. So, look, hopefully he settles, gets isolated 1v1 and gets confident enough, you know, take components, create chances, put balls into dangerous areas. And when Ronaldo's in there and even Cavani, who came off the bench, um, it creates a lot more opportunities for that. Uh, their movement off the ball, their ability to latch onto a chance is second to none. So, look, I'm happy he started. I'm disappointed it didn't go as well as he'd probably hoped for. But, look, hopefully he can just kind of keep getting minutes and start to settle in. Now, talking point of yesterday's game was United's goal and the build-up to it. Uh, Paul Pogba alleged to have fouled Ruben Neves, who went down. Um, and the Wolves players were incensed based on an incident that happened in the first half, which was somewhat similar. Um, I wouldn't say it was exactly the same because the difference is when Bruno went down, Wolves actually, they took it forward, they went to create a chance and then they played back. United had numbers back. We had 10 behind the ball and then we'll like, we'll put it out. Um, whereas they actually did try and take their chance to counterattack, but then once it kind of died off, then they put it out. Um, whereas with this one, Paul made slight connection with Neves' shin pad. Neves went down, the ball fell to Varane, hit Greenwood, Greenwood scored. Um, had he hit Greenwood, who played it back to Juan Basaka, who then maybe hit Bruno in the middle, who played it back out to right back, and then obviously Wolves had everyone behind the ball, then it would probably be the same situation, and I get it. Um, was it a foul? It's one of those where I think if you're a United fan, you say play on. If you're a Wolves fan, you say foul. I can see both arguments, but I actually like the fact, um, and this may be me sounding biased, but I like the fact that unlike last year, they have you know dragged it back for VAR, looked at that and thought, yeah, that's worthy of you know cancelling out a goal. It was minimal. It could have gone either way, and it was good they just let the game run. Maybe if I was a Wolves fan, I'd be a bit more, a bit more annoyed about it. But um, I don't think it was... There wasn't enough in it for me to justify saying, yeah, you know what, that was a foul. Bring it back, scrap the goal. Um, definitely, you know, worth taking a look at. So I think it was good the way they kind of uh, managed that. So look, at the end of the day, I'm going to say no foul. I can understand both arguments, but I think the ref did the right thing by allowing it to go on. And it wasn't the same situation as the first half. So the Wolves players who are incensed... Um, should probably just get on with it because at the end of the day, it was slightly different. Had you had all your players behind the ball and we didn't even have a chance at goal, then yeah, if we still tried to play and force our way through, different, but it wasn't the same as the one in the first half. So yeah, that's that. Now transfer saga, I guess looking at the CDM, 
Camavinga, Neves, Saul. Um, Neves would be pretty funny now, I guess, after yesterday. But um, I don't think we're going to get anyone. I've been talking about it week in, week out. You know, Saul one week, Camavinga the next, maybe Ruben Neves. I don't think this window we're going to be signing a CDM or even a central midfielder. It would be good if we were, but I am not convinced that Ollie's going to dip into the pockets, uh, go into the market, and look to buy um, just now. We spent a lot of money. We've got Sancho, we've got Varane, we've got Ronaldo. Big names, big money signings, huge wage bill. Um, I don't see him getting the financial backing to go for that as well. So, look, time will tell. We've got 48 hours, deadline day. Look, deadline day, anything's possible, um, given that Ronaldo's transfer happened in space about three, four hours. Um, but I just, yeah, I don't see us buying a CDM this window, which means I think Ollie's going to have to make do with what we have. And for me, I think that's got to be Donny van der Beek and Scott McTominay. You just can't rely on Fred as a CDM. And he also, him being a liability there actually makes it harder on other players who we rely on, like Paul Pogba. Um, sitting deeper, not playing their more traditional, conventional, and I guess their more preferred role. Um, and that also bites us in the ass going forward in terms of creating chances. So I think that's how it's going to pan out. Could be wrong. Um, but I guess we'll know in my next episode whether I'm celebrating a CDM signing or whether we're working with what we've got. Um, either way, I'll be content. We just need to find a way to manage that CDM. Uh, look, next week we've got international break, which will do us a world of good. Um, some players can recover, get match fit, gives Ronaldo time to settle in. Um, as opposed to rushing him, you know, four or five days training, get him into the lineup, make his day or second debut for the club. I would be, it may be a bit rushed otherwise, but I think this is good. I think there may be a couple of players like Cavani who can't go on international duty because of the red zone um, rule based on coronavirus. So obviously upsetting for them, but I'm not complaining um, because look, for the players that can't go, stay home, rest, do some recovery, do your own training. Oh no, those that remain can train with the club. Um, and just prepare yourself for the next game. Look after yourself. So I think for me, that is probably good news for a lot of the players. Um, and I'm sure a lot of fans will agree. Hopefully no injuries during international break because God knows how frequently players go back fully fit and come back with an injury or a niggle. So I hope for our sake that it comes back all good. And then we've got Newcastle the following week. So in two weeks, we've got Newcastle at home. Um, and we're gonna, I think, well, we're definitely, I'm certain we'll see the debut of Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he'll start up top. Um, look, I'll do lineup predictions and all that in my next episode, but for the time being, yeah, look, that's next Newcastle at home, big game, and we should have an almost fully fit squad. Unless like I said, touch wood, nothing happens on international duty. Um, how well he's going to approach it. I don't know. They're not as strong a side as Wolves are. So I think we should try and play more on the front foot because we can't allow another performance. I guess that to happen, but otherwise looking forward to that. Plenty more to come regarding that game. But otherwise, for now, I'm out. Thanks for listening, guys.